This is Philosopher's Moan. Some of the things that make us the loneliest are also the things that make us the most special. Have you ever considered just how unique you are? You not only have like very unique genes that have been developed for billions of years, unique DNA, unique body and biology, a unique brain, but you have all of the unique connection points in your brain, the very unique and personal experiences, unique relationships and challenges. Don't underestimate how different you are. You are different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. And you can also adapt to all kinds of situations and conform to a baseline so everyone can relate and understand each other. But reality is, your experience is different from everyone else's experience. It's personal and it's yours. You have a very unique viewpoint of the world and it's, it's important and I think everyone should empower themselves more with that fact. I want to know what is life like for you really, honestly, authentically? What hurts you? What empowers you? What makes you thrive and feel alive in the moments that you do. I am genuinely asking because I want to know. I want to know the truth of this world, of our experiences, the meaty, authentic center. How else are we supposed to invent the meaning of all this? We need the truth. Side note, I just got back from my run. I didn't go on a run yesterday, so I had to have a good run today. I was thinking about how I sometimes feel like I'm like a little spirit driving a car that is Blair. <laughs> and then when I'm on my run, I'm like, yeah, I can drive this car. And sometimes, you know, like I can like weave through people walking by and I'm like, yeah, I'm really driving this car now. We speed in, push on the gas. Wee! And then I like to think, yeah, Blair is like a Tesla or a lamborghini or a mercedes or something i'm not a car person so i just like imagine yeah blair's some like nice fast car it's super fun to drive <laughs> and also cheers to health i am healthy and i just want to appreciate that for like just a second okay can we all just take a moment and appreciate that our bodies are doing their best and they're trying really hard to be alive for us so we can drive them around like the cars that they are <laughs> Gas me up. On my run today, I definitely had a moment with the the light sparkles on the water. And I still, I still think it is so cool when I look at the light reflecting on, in this case, the ocean. But it could be on your local pond or whatever you have around. The sun shines on the water and it makes the little sparklies. And you look at them and you can speed them up or slow them down like with your mind and it's so cool because it's just how we're processing the light and it reminds us the light is coming at us all the time and we just need to find it and let it shed on all the darkness inside us wait what i was actually going to say you know there's a part of myself that does not want to go on a run at all even though i have a great time even though it makes me feel good even though i drive blair around like a fast car and the sun is shining there's a part of me that's like no don't want to no 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 and then there's the other part of me that is like yes yes you silly little thing it's going to be great and i'm going to show you all kinds of wonderful things along the way it's like okay there's the part of myself that i don't like and i'm trying to train to be 
wiser and then there's the part of me that I'm like I love you can you just hold my hand all the time because I need you so I've actively tried to identify more with the all loving tender part of myself that's like yes this run will be great and that part of myself is is like oh yes look at these wonderful light sparkles and look how you can speed them up and slow them down and they're like little glittering shiny things isn't that cool this is real life little baby me inside myself is like yeah it's pretty cool yeah so then reality starts to seem like putting an iPad in front of a baby. I'm like the version of me that's finding and harvesting all these little details to show the little baby me and be like, look, look at this, you stupid baby. Shut up and stop complaining. <laughs> I think it's an, a constructive way of looking at it. Identifying the different parts of yourself and having the part of yourself you respect the most, that is the most loving and the most appreciating of the experience that part of you takes the lead but from a place of like i am taking the lead because the little baby within needs nourishment needs something to get excited about needs to be brought into the present we could we could spend all day thinking about the anxieties of the future we could and it would not help us with the future whatsoever and we could spend all day reorganizing the past trying to make it make sense and we could do that all day and i promise you you're not going to find any more sense to it it's it's just it is what it is this is the way things are the present moment just keeps confronting you with that and yet we still want to hang out in the past or the future thinking that's gonna change something it's not the now the moment we're in now is the only thing we have it's the only thing and it's not even a thing it's just space it's just time and space at a collective point we're just observing all of this energy as it moves us and brings us into a motion and a dance of ideas and creations and we share and bask in the glory of humanity yay sometimes i sit down to record more of the podcast and i'm like what am i even talking about and then i'm like oh yeah reality the thing about it is it is so subjective and a lot of us are always trying to cling on to anything that's objective because it's hard to even trust your own processing mechanisms you're like well is there something to hold on to? Because all of this is like, you know, interpretations. I don't know. What is truth? What is real? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. The truth is, you can only trust yourself and your processing and interpretations and understand that it is subjective. You create it. You're creating. You are a creator. The creator created creations to create and it will never end. The infinite creating by creations. The crea We're creating things that are creating things. We are gods. We have made artificial intelligence that teaches itself. What are we? Creatures of the universe. Figments of the collective imagination beyond. Objectively, we are all super love machines. You could not tell me otherwise. Yeah, some people are, you know, a bit broken. They forgot how to love and that sucks. And they need to be taught that they are love. They are love. That's all that they are. Okay, this other crap is just games. I think that I'm arguing the only objective reality is love. 
I think that's cool. Let's argue that. Let's argue it. Let's argue it, Blair. What else could you say about that? What's the devil's advocate of that? That there is no love? Fuck that. I can honestly say I feel love right now. I feel love that you are listening to me talk about it. I feel appreciated to be alive, to have anything to say at all. To even be able to talk about love feels awesome and I feel love for it. So tell me right now that love doesn't exist. I have it inside me. I am the love. I am the love. You are the love too. You are love. You are so lovely. <laughs> well, I guess you would argue that, okay, what about all the realities where it seems extremely unfair, extremely traumatic, extremely full of suffering and just negative, terrible, awful, horrific stuff? Well, I think that everything is in a constant motion of expansion, right? Like we're still getting light from the Big Bang. How ridiculous is that? Billions of years ago, right? Like why? Oh, oh, because the Big Bang was faster than the speed of light, right? So, so if you look at that as a pattern of expansion, we expand into darkness faster than the light reaches us. Like metaphorically, we expand into the unknown and create problems and suffering in order to expand the light. Does that make sense? It's like we're collectively taunting the light. Like, oh, yeah, love this problem. Ha ha. It's like, it's like the, the universe is playing peekaboo with itself and is like, ha ha. You think you're so all-knowing? You think you're all love? You think that's all we're doing here? Well, look at this. How do you deal with that problem, huh? And then the universe is like, oh, yes, just expanding, expanding to deal with all the problems that just keep coming to make me a bigger, better, all-knowing universe. And there's probably a bajillion, bajillion other universes that probably just make up the skin of some super god. And we're all like, what the hell are you doing, super god? What are we even doing this all for? We give you a bajillion universes so you could be an active thing. And what are you doing, huh? You're hanging out in some other space dimension. I actually imagine a super god made up of tons of bajillions of universes. It's probably just like out there trying to date some other super goddess made up of trillions of universes and they're probably just like being all coy and like flirtatious and playing around and we're all like down here in Earthland, like super super tiny like what what what's going on in the universe and then the rest of the universes are like shut up universe quit quit expanding stop big banging over there it's also like can the super gods just make love already can they just like make ecstatic love and everything can join in in some ecstatic divine oneness can we just do that already what are we doing can we do that what are we waiting for <laughs> i like to imagine the word universe like split up it's like one uni one verse one verse and the one verse is i love you let's make more love and let's move on to part Two. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. No breathing? Much breathing. Plenty of breathing. Let's breathe. Breathe. Breathe the love in your heart. 
Breathe it into every cell of your body. Yes. Yes. Why is this so weird? What am I doing? This just in, I do not know what I am doing. But I am doing it and it's great. And we're going to do great things together as one in the now. In all these nice absorbent moments. By the way, that song I was singing earlier is Last Resort by Papa Roach. I have just realized how weird that must have been if you don't know that song. And that uh, is totally a possibility and whatever. I, that That's the song. It was in my head and now it's out there. That's it. Do you ever think about um, when you were a kid, like how it really felt to be you as like a seven-year-old? Because I, as a 27-year-old adult, often look back at my young innocent self and I admire that person and it's like well oh, what's changed experience life anxieties of growing up and overall those things are effective at just changing you know your state but uh that feeling of like who you are as like a purely like tutorial phase of life it's, it's interesting to revisit, like, what did it really feel like for you to be you as a little version, like a five-year-old, ten-year-old? Now you're, like, fresh off the boat from the heavens or wherever we freaking come from. Where I want to talk about that. Where the frick do we come from, like, before we arrive here? That, that, well, what the hell? Why... Why isn't that in the tutorial? I feel like I've been doing a lot of yelling this episode, and for that, I apologize. We can romanticize it and be like, oh, we came from the pure, all-knowing soul machine, and it puts us exactly where we should be, and challenged and learning as a soul on some big adventure involving something, probably love. Or we could be like, yeah, we're pure souls from across the galaxy that came to ignite the planet in pure love. Or we could be like, yeah, so I've been playing as a lion for the last 10 life cycles. I decided to change it up. I chose human this time around. And, you know, maybe next time I'll try out dolphin. I'm at that level. I've got enough points saved in my earth, you know, high score. <laughs> Ooh, new expansion pack. Yeah, next life I'm going to be an alien, that's for sure. Oh my gosh, let's incarnate as the same alien species together next life. Wouldn't that be fun? Is there a lobby, you know, like a little chat room in between what happens before and after death? Is there like a little place where we go like, whoa, ha ha, tee hee, little emoji, emoji, life. Wow, that was a wild one. Oh, play life again or should we go try that other thing that I could not even possibly fathom because I am stuck in my life. <laughs> we are trapped in our lives and the lifeliness. We think it is all there is, but there could be more than life. How do we know, you know? You know, you know? If you know, you know, you know? I don't know. I just know that I don't know anything at all. <laughs> this is a friendly reminder that we are stupid little humans and we do not need to know everything. Do you ever think about how we are really like just like an animal or like a particular animal on the planet? Like, I am an animal. <laughs> it's so 
so weird. <laughs> we just think we're so above the other animals on the planet. I mean, obviously, we've like completely destroyed most of them, but um, that doesn't necessarily make us so much better. But we think we're so much better. So therefore, we're like advanced based on our human interpretation of reality. We're like, yeah, we are definitely the most smartest, greatest thing ever. <laughs> it's so funny that we do that. Like We're like, yeah, we are the best animal <laughs> But we could so easily be, you know, like the equivalent to what deer are to us. That we, something out there knows the exact populations of humans, exactly how they move, can predict the behavior like clockwork. And we have no idea that they are analyzing and studying us that way. And we're like, well, because we, we can't even be aware. We couldn't even process it. How could it be possible? They could be like super intelligent, translucent space jellyfish that we can't perceive. And yet they're really, really smart and studying us. <laughs> we don't know because we are stupid humans, despite how freaking advanced and complicated and stimulated and capable that we are as humans. We um, are still limited. We are still tiny into so much there is out there. We gotta keep that in mind when interpreting reality. We are stupid human animals. That is also super smart and analytical and observant and crafty. We are like really crafty. I think that's a human thing. On the cute side, we're really emotional and we love stuff and we get really attached to things, even objects we keep and we're like, oh, this is special. And we like are we're sentimental on the ugly side we are greedy and war driven dominating uh assholes in a lot of ways but what's really cool is we're learning we're growing and humans are so fast learning and evolving like damn we are pretty cool if i must say so myself as a human we can cram so much information inside our brains and carry it around for like you know freaking long time 100 years this kind of processing power again it's like being present with this kind of processing power human power it's magic we all should be more present that's what i say yes indeed <laughs> sometimes I really I just find it so funny that I'm here I'm like talking into this microphone and there's like foam around it you know it's like a little thing and here I am just talking about reality and it's gonna like go enter someone else's reality and I'm just like here with my microphone comment making commentary on reality we're just like in our little bubbles <laughs> it's so funny our reality bubbles we all have such different realities. It's so fun. Wee. I don't know why I'm making these noises. Like I'm a wavy ghost. <laughs> I would love to see this Neuralink thing turn into like a mind projection camera. And then, whoa, whoa, we could share each other's realities real high depth up close and personal. Oh, oh god do you think do you think we're going that way that's pretty 
It's pretty uh, it's pretty intimidating. I just even brought that up because I was thinking about how interesting it would be if we could try on each other's lives. Like if we could fully do that and then, you know, take like a floppy disk with us at, at our notes on it and just kind of to remind ourselves, you know, how different everything is perceived and processed at such different angles of life and minds that filter it all. Yes, 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 yes. And more commentary on life and reality next episode. But first, Philosopher's Poem. Adjusting broken records. From up high, you can see them all spinning. Chasing their tails. They won't see anything but themselves. But they have no idea. They're looking in the mirror. This is my reflection. Like the pond staring at the sky with no idea that's where it came from, but still a reason to question why, a reason for the delirium.